Hello, here we are back with the Rod and Cindy podcast. And today is 7 11 17, kind of a fun, fun, fun number, don't you think, Rod? I think so, Cindy. That was pretty good. That's what I thought too. You just brought in that segue really nicely. That's what I thought too. A little early, but that's all right. Oh, okay. You're funny, honey. I try to be now and then. Absolutely. So it's, it is, it's 7 11 17. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm hmm. So by the time this comes out, though, it's not going to be 7 11, 17 anymore. True, but it's kind of fun to say it now because it's only going to be today. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, welcome to 7 11. <laughs> you want a Slurpee? Slurpee. <laughs> anyway, so it's the Rod and Cindy podcast. That we are doing this beautiful feminine, spiritual, what is it called? Sacred feminine energies oh, and feminine surroundings energy. and history and the now and then and the. Coming the up. now and the then. And the coming up. I like that, the now and then coming up. Yeah. So uh, we're actually, Cindy and I are live at Beyond Today, but uh, we have over via the internet, uh, Jeanette St. Germain. Yay! How beautiful is that? Is she still there? Yes, yeah. I'm here. I'm so excited. Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness, I thought she went she away. She's lost in the beyond. Right, right. So, do we have any sponsors today? Uh, yes, I'm going to sponsor myself today. Go for it, Cindy. I, that's what I thought, right? Absolutely. Feels like a nice, colorful day on the 7-Eleven. I like that. No, last Friday was 7 7 17. That was kind of cool, too. Uh, that was a good thing. Yeah. Anyway, so I do energy work here at Beyond today. My energy work consists of adding beautiful colors to it. I have sacred silks. I have 21 different colors. They're huge and large. I use them as... I am either guided to or intuitive to do so, or if there's um, like a uh, chakra area that needs to be worked on, then I will use that specific color or the complementary color, depending on which way we're going about it. So this is what I do. I I enjoy doing this energy work, um, and people feel amazing. People who maybe never have seen color before now now will see colors when they're done, usually. And you can... uh, Call me or be on today at this number, 602-374-4926, and ask for me, Cindy Newby, the color girl, uh, 602-374-4926. Wonderful. Beyond Today is a community place that has some wonderful events. Every Sunday, they have Beyond Sundays, which is like a Sunday service. Um, some wonderful happenings going on there. Uh, we also had do meditations that, and actually seven, Cindy's doing, and I am doing the seven, seven, seven meditation mm-hmm. coming up here, August 7th. And that starting August 7th, August 7th. See all yeah. these beautiful I sevens. Love the seven, seven, seven. Absolutely. Seven. Well, and I think, uh, Jeanette was going to sponsor this. So also that, um, Jeanette, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be a part of this. I am an energy healer and an intuitive, and I have a center in Tempe called Radiant Soul Center, and we do a bunch of really beautiful spiritual events and classes, workshops, meditations, all kinds of things here at the center, as well as what I do in my own work. My phone number is 480-648-3335, and my website is JeanetteStGermain.com. Awesome. We haven't been to your center yet, have we? No, I think it's on the calendar for next week. 
The 18th. Next week. <laughs> That's right. We are, weren't we? The 18th on our way to see uh, and do a color meditation at Athena's. Oh, my gosh. That's Everything right. just rocks. Everything just rocks. That's right. Oh, wow. This is going to be a lot of fun. Get to see you and get to see your center and everything. This is going to be fun, honey. I'm really excited about it. So, have you guys been really thinking about how these podcasts have been going about the sacred feminine energy and how beautiful it is and what has been coming out of these podcasts and the, the, what everybody's talking about it? I mean, it's really kind of exciting. It is very exciting. Jeanette, how is it on your end? I'm just blown away. I mean, the things that are coming through, the energies, the stories, the connections. I mean, not just between the three of us as we're sharing or any of the other guests that you're bringing on with their amazing stories as well, but the community that's getting a chance to hear and feel these different things that, like you said, Cindy, are affecting us from our past, our present, and our future. And it just blows my mind every day. I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And uh, I thank you. Well, I thank you. Yeah, me as well. Uh, <laughs> trio, trio. Yes, absolutely. Uh. What what fun, honey. And, you know, me being a guy and get to sit in on this is, is kind of fun, you know, because I'm learning a lot about myself, too, and that in, in how uh, femininity is around my, myself. Mm -hmm. I did get a message the other day, though, I, I wanted to share with you, and I haven't even talked to Cindy about it yet, though is I got a young man that asked me, why don't we talk about masculinity ever? <laughs> he says, we're always talking about femininity. There's always something about feminine, female, and everything else. He says, what about the masculinity? What about it? Yeah, what about it? What, what, what should we say about it? It's masculine. <laughs> that's true. It, it's hairy. It's, ugh. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that conversation right there. Anyway. <laughs> um. Well, I think, but that's the thing, you know, it has been masculine energies for so, so long and they've always dominated. And that's why we're trying to bring out more of the feminine aspects and energies. You know, it's not that the males are, you know, forgotten. It's just we're trying to um, talk about what people are seeing and feeling right now in their male and female. Absolutely. And, you know, just trying to, I believe it's, uh, we're trying to bring balance to everything right now. So just tell that young man to get in touch with his feminine side, maybe. I sure will, because he said he's listen he's listens to our podcast. Oh, thank you. But but he it got him was that uh, the other night uh, when I was over at your place and we're uh, and I saw the Palo Verde beetle on the window, mm -hmm. and then we looked up at the same time we saw the Palo Verde uh, beetle. And then there was the full moon. Mm -hmm. And so what uh, deal that is, you know, to see a Palverde uh, beetle, which is the, one of the strongest shells in the world. I mean, you can run them over and they won't kill them then. They do bite, but if you hold them correctly in that, they can't turn their head far enough because they're so long. They're one of the longest beetles around. Hmm. And they can grow up to five inches long. Thing. So anyway, it's the femininity of it that Cindy, she doesn't like this story, so she's just like, kind of like waving it off and that. So anyway, the, we talked, the full moon is fem, female, mm -hmm. and the Palverde is about strength and power and, and shields and that. So you put those two together, it's, it's pretty awesome. That Sounds like Wonder Woman. <laughs> I, think we, I think we just got back from Wonder Woman, watching Wonder Woman that night. Well, and I think, we, I think we are talking about the masculine when we're talking about the feminine, 
because we're talking about a new energy that's coming in for the masculine and an energy of the feminine that needs to rise up to, to join that energy. Like, I don't think you can have one without the other. And your story so perfectly illustrates that with the beetle and the moon. And that message from spirit for me is just, there's two here in union. Mm-hmm. I love it. I do too. And, um, I hope that young man understands that as well. It's not all about the feminine. It, uh, it is about bringing the balance, as I said a few minutes ago. Absolutely. Well, we do, and you said it just perfectly, Janet, is that we already talked about the masculine because it's not a gender thing. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about is not a gender thing. It's, it's just reality. It's like saying, telling somebody that, you know, give them a compliment and, and they say, well, thank you. And say, well, that's not a compliment. It's, it's who you are. And I think this is what this whole thing is, is it's, it's like, you're not just a woman, you know, I'm not just a man. And, that, and so there's not a femininity and a, a masculinity to it. I agree. And I, I'm appreciative, or I'm, I appreciate, excuse me, that you are uh, with us, Rod, doing these uh, Sacred Feminine uh, podcasts because it just shows that it really, my idea of all this isn't just about the women, you know, you get to be a part of it and and this way allows the men out there to be comfortable to listen to this and that it is about the men as well to bring that balance. doesn't matter. We as humans are a physical, you know, male, female, but our, our within, our, ourselves within us is both no matter what. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're one within those two. So I'm grateful that you are here with us to do this. Yes. And it's, Jeanette, I can't, can't see that cute little face of yours with the red hair on that. So are you smiling? Are you, what, what's going on over there? <laughs> I'm smiling and nodding my head in agreement. <laughs> well, this, this is podcast. It's not a TV show, so they can't see your head nodding, honey. <laughs> Just kidding. You know, we've been, so it's not, not that, that we're getting flack about this. It's just people are talking about it. Which and, is great. Which is amazing, you know. You know, we've been for you out there. Yeah, there's been there's been different things that has been brought up. You know, Uh, I got what was it that thing I got about flack about uh, talking about love, and when you say I love you and that my friend, Mm. and we don't we dropped the my friend just say I love you that oh my gosh I got flack about that we got quite a few messages about that it's like you can't do that people are saying that we lose our boundaries. When, when we when we don't say friend at the end. Hmm. Isn't that the point? Amen. <laughs> That's exactly the point. Or is it a woman? A woman, yes. <laughs> a, oh. Yeah. oh, holy grail. All we'll right. just end it with that, all right? Oh, holy grail, yes. We'll just I end it with that. That's our segue in, huh, Jeanette? I think so. That was very smooth, Rod. You like that? It was at 11 level when I said that, too. I saw that. It was perfect. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. All right. So thank you um, for all that introduction and um, good stuff that we just chatted about. I'm excited now to get into the real part of the podcast now. And I know Jeanette St. Germain, she's been, um, you know, standing on her cute little tippy toes like a little fairy waiting anxiously to share some stuff that she has received. And so I'm going to turn the tables over to you, my dear. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So divine feminine and what that means in relation to the energy of the Holy Grail. 
that is a really big topic and so deep and sacred and amazing. And I want to just kind of go back a little bit to that sharing of the energy and the life force, because I think that we have a lot of different descriptions and definitions of what the Holy Grail was or is, and there's metaphoric and symbolic and, and different things. But in this concept, context of the divine feminine, it takes on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Um, in my experience with connecting to the divine feminine and the divine masculine, I have a personal connection with the Christ energies and the Magdalene and Sophia. And we've kind of been talking about that in these other podcasts. But I had this vision once that I kind of wanted to share that was along the lines of moving into the energy of the Holy Grail. And mm. if, if you don't mind. Um, oh, absolutely not. I, Go for it, huh? Yeah, we're excited. Okay. So it's a little bit emotional when I talk about this, so I will try to speak clearly. But I was in meditation one day, and I was processing a lot of energy around the crucifixion and the resurrection. And what does that really mean? This energy of being reborn or coming back from the dead. And was that literal? Was that metaphorical? I was kind of asking spirit these human questions, right? How could that be? Kind of like, I never understood how, you know, Mary could be a virgin and have a baby, right? These kind of questions that we have as a human being. And so I went into meditation and I started getting these visions that were, very, they, they came in with smell at first, which is interesting. Everything was kind of dark and gray. And as my senses adjusted to this place that I had suddenly been transported to, I could feel sandals that were cutting into my feet because I'd been standing for a really long time. I remember this. And I took off the sandals very gently, set them by an opening. It wasn't really a doorway, but it was an opening into this place that got darker as you went in. So I perceived it as some kind of cave and it wasn't very deep, but it was that kind of place. And I could smell dirt and I could, I felt almost this metallic taste in my mouth and this smell. And the smell was important because it was herbs and they were sacred herbs like frankincense and myrrh and lavender and rosemary and they were all around me but I don't know exactly where they were coming from initially so I walked into this place that I perceived as a cave or a cavern and before I knew it I saw this shrouded figure laying on a slab a stone slab table kind of thing and I knelt down and I placed my hands on the edge of the stone and my hands looked like they were glowing at this. At first it was kind of grayish, silvery, and then it would got lighter and lighter until it was bright white and then gold on the edges. And all I could feel and see in that moment were were the hands kind of clutching the edge of this, this stone And I started to breathe heavier and the herbs started to come into my awareness even more. And then I felt two other female figures coming around me. And one went to the head of this figure on the table and one went to the feet 
And I think there was actually a fourth energy on the other side, but I, that one was, I couldn't see that one for some reason. I could see the other two. Anyway, I was kneeling down and the other two figures, they started uh, praying and they were praying in a, a language that I didn't, my, my current self didn't understand, but the vision understood. They were praying in mantra. They were praying a prayer of transition and crossing over and finding the light in the darkness was the kind of energy. And, um, oh, sorry, it gets a little emotional. Um, I started looking down at the cloth that this figure was wrapped in. And there were certain edges of the cloth that were fraying or it was almost like they were picking up the light from my hands. Like you could see little tendrils of light soaking into the cloth. And so I moved my hands over to the side of the chest of the figure and I just held my hands. And I noticed that the other figure, the other feminine ladies were doing this as well, just in different parts of the body. And they were anointing with different oils and herbs and there were some flowers and different things. And you could feel the energy in this place. It was almost like um, shifting up in vibration or a car shifting gears. You could feel the air itself shifting and the molecules are moving faster and faster the longer we were in this place. And I don't know how long it was. I, I would guess it was a long time. It felt like 30 hours or something in this place. And time kind of sped up in the vision itself. And next thing I knew, the other figures were gone and I was alone with the, with this figure. And suddenly the figure wasn't wrapped anymore. And there were pieces of the cloth that he had been wrapped in all kind of scattered along the table mm-hmm. and it was open. <sighs> and oh. I remember kneeling down again and taking a piece of cloth in my hand. And at the same time, I'm, I'm cognitively seeing this piece of cloth and feeling a piece of cloth in my hand. At the same moment, I felt like this energy was coming out of the heart space of the male figure that was on the table. And like, as if the heart shocker was exploding with sunlight. And I just, I felt it and it was like, <gasps> like this intake of breath. And I felt the energy, the essence of the spirit of this person, this life force. And it was there like within the physical body, but also kind of hovering above it at the same time. And everything was still connected, which was very strange because it wasn't supposed to be at least in normal terms. I don't know how else Mm -hmm. to say that. Um, (laughs) Wow. And I remember looking down at the cloth and looking at the chest and seeing just the heart. I, I wasn't even focused on the head or the eyes or the hair or anything. I could just see the heart. It was blinding. And it was like literally a heart chakra spinning like a mandala. All these uh, formations in the heart spinning, spinning, spinning like lotus flowers and rose petals in all these different directions. And it was like a vortex that sucks you in, right? It was hypnotic. And I was filled with all this love energy. And I looked down and it was in my own heart as well. 
and I saw this huge beam of light connecting the two hearts. And then I felt in my hands the cloth, and then everything just exploded in light. And the next image that I saw, some time had passed, was me standing outside under the sky. And it was pre-dawn, I think, like the, the dawn was just starting to come in. And I was holding pieces of this cloth in my hands. And I could see the figure hovering just in front of me. And there were no words exchanged. It was just this amazing love heart energy. And the hearts connected again. And I felt this kind of um, tingling, buzzing energy go through my fingers. And I looked down and the cloth had all these symbols and light language running through the cloth. And it's almost like it was imprinting into my hands and then it would flow up into my heart. And then it exploded out from my heart to the figure's heart that was kind of hovering there in front of me. And then from his heart, it exploded out in all directions. Oh and it was, it was infinite. I think it went out, covered the whole globe. You know, it just went out. And Do you know what color, you know what color the, the flames were? Or the- I just remember lots of whites and golds. And there were like some magenta colors. And there was some purple on certain areas. But it was so bright. And whites and golds was like the core colors. And then they went out into other colors along the edges. Does that make sense? Oh, like, yes. total, yeah. like like a tracing of color. It was like all yeah, the colors totally. combined and then you couldn't even you couldn't even differentiate color until you got out to the very edges of the color. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Totally. Uh, yes. So and then after this explosion of light and it went out across the whole planet and up into the sky, up into the stars, like I really don't know how far it went. <sighs> the heart energy of the female figure that, that I was an embodiment of in that vision, her heart connection to his heart connection went out and followed all those beams of light and then shot out above it. And it literally created a pathway of light and he rose in the air and disappeared. Wow. So I have no, I have no historical context for any of this. I have no, way of explaining this in a human way other than I have this really crazy vision and really strong connection. And it took both of them to do what needed to be done. And it still takes both of them to do what needs to be done now. And that's, that's part of what the vision was showing me because I know that I was feeling so much loss and anger and like, why did you have to leave those kinds of feelings, this abandonment And then they showed me like, this was not an abandonment. This was a path that was chosen. And both of them were, were cogs in the wheel that had to be turning. So anyway, that, that was the vision I had. Wow. That's pretty amazing, honey. So it just goes back to what we were talking about a little bit ago. It's not again about the, just the feminine, just the masculine. It, it, you have seen and felt as even myself and probably others that it, it does take both. You know, it wasn't just Jesus. It wasn't just Mary Magdalene. It was but the two of them and their, and the, their, the strength of their heart uh, chakra energies and that pure love is what, you know, 
brought them together and they had to, you know, have this energy together to make everything work and to, and to move forward. Yeah. The, the love is indescribable. I mean, I'm sitting here trying not to cry. Like I'm choking on tears because there are no words to describe it. And going back a little bit to what Rod had mentioned about, I love you friend. I mean, this kind of love doesn't have a label of friend, brother, sister, mother, even, even the label of a lover. It just is so transcendent and full of life force. Love is the energy that moves life. And in order for Christ to be resurrected and to do what he needed to do, he had to be so full of life force. And he couldn't have done that without the kind of vessel that was fed through the life force of this union, this love with his beloved. And I think that for me goes back to why she, the feminine becomes that Holy grail becomes the chalice of that life force that's tapped into when we tune into love. Absolutely. Well, uh, Jeanette, I just have to tell you that, um, I know this is very emotional and things that's really comes through to you is a lot of energy. You're cutting your, your internet off when you do that too. <laughs> Every time you get to, you start doing a little bit emotional, you you can see the process of your internet go all the way down to nothing almost. Like <laughs> it's taking a lot of energy just to, to say and do what you do and that. And then it, you come a little muffled after that. So it's you, that emotion that goes with this is real. I mean, to the point where you're messing with, messing with electronics. Sorry. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Don't be sorry. I'm used to it with Cindy being around, so. Guilty. Guilty. Yeah. I tend to fry electronics. <laughs> <laughs> but that's real. I mean, you think about this is that, you know, um, femininity can fry electronics. I mean, so how powerful is being a female and having female energy, <laughs> sacred female energy, yeah. emotions and everything. You know, there's, there's tribes that, uh, when, uh, uh teenage girls, uh, become, uh, teenage girls and that, that they will actually have to set them down and exercise them in a sense that to bring the demons out of them as they're going through their puberty, <laughs> because, they carry so much strength and power within them that they can create entities. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that one of the most uh, haunted houses is a place that has female, young female energy in it. Mm. Because they create that, they pull that. Every, they can create energy out of nothing. You know, They can pull that energy from everywhere. Lights, electronics, whatever and that. And they do that to show their emotions. If they want to get something through and through them, they can bring that. And you guys still carry that on to be able to do that. And men are trying to harness that energy also. Mm-hmm. That's what the Holy Grail is. That's what the what the whole idea is, is of the power that you guys possess. It can bring down the walls of Jericho. It can bring things tumbling down by the power that you possess. Yeah, the power of creation. Absolutely. How how beautiful is that? How intricate is that to believe that you guys can create life? Absolutely. But it takes two to create life, just mm-hmm. like you said. 
Right. Just like the power with that love, like she was talking. I mean, love is what, you know, is a life force. It's that energy and uh, moves us forward. And that's what we, of course, need more of out there. And But this love that she speaks of is un, un, unbelievable. If you have never experienced this kind of special love, even just for a moment, you're missing out. And I, I ask that you can find that within yourself to find that love, just even for a moment, even just connected to the divine. I ask everyone out there to to feel that. It's it's amazing. You can't even almost describe it. It's just so blissful, so relaxing and peaceful. And oh my goodness, it's like you never want to ever to go away, you know? Absolutely not. And uh, the Holy Grail, I'd like to, you know, on a personal note for me, I watched the Da Vinci Code a few months ago for the first time ever. And just, you know, watching it and minding my own business, watching it. And and then at, at one point, the uh, professor or whomever he is was speaking about the, talking about the, the Last Supper, the picture. And, um, you know, long story short, he said, and you can see that in the middle here, the the V shape, the which is in between Mary and Jesus, the, and that's the sacred feminine V uh, for feminine. But he said this uh, that that's the Holy Grail, and she's the Holy Grail. And I'm not kidding. As soon as he said that, I had this huge, huge, huge energy come through me and brought me to my knees. My stomach tightened up, and it was just so crazy, and I couldn't even catch my breath. My mom was in the other room, and she could feel the energies coming from me. Was, I don't know what happened, but something um, internally um, affected me with, with what he was showing me and telling me from that movie well it was beautiful too to, and, and to feel that you felt that and see that saw that I watched you go through that what what amazing time that was too that you were realizing that there's something more to you and it would trigger something oh most definitely yes like I said I was just you know in, in peace watching the movie listening and it just like it was like a lightning bolt just hit it was just amazing Jeanette, have you seen that movie? Yeah, I had a similar reaction. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and even as you were sharing, I was getting chills all through me, right, when you said it. I mean, there's something so profound and real that you can't put words to it. It's not something mm -hmm. you can touch with your finger, but you can certainly feel it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like Rod said, he watched me, you know, go through it. It was just, oh my gosh. <laughs> but, and I, I was crying and everything. Like I could, and I felt like I was like labor breathing, like as if I was, you know, I don't know, like I, like almost like my whole soul went back to that moment or a moment or, or connected with Mary, absolutely, or the divine energies that she possesses. Something amazing within me. Um, reacted to that holy the words the holy grail yeah <laughs> for sure absolutely that you know and so you think about that uh, what is the holy grail then what what specifically is the holy grail anybody anybody i <laughs> it's so funny because based on what i've experienced personally i consider it the womb of the divine feminine. And it was the womb that was held within Mary and that womb that held the love of Christ 
and even, you know, potentially had children, depending on what your belief system is. And those energies that were created through their love are aspects of the Holy Grail. And it's, I think we all have it as women. We hold that, we have that womb energy, that, that grail energy within us. And I mean, I've even read some stuff where (laughs) the Holy Grail was perceived as a technological device that was broken into many pieces and that if you looked upon it, it would blind you. You know, there's all these things. And was that the Raiders of the Lost Ark? There's some of that. And then there's like some <laughs> stuff with ancient aliens. And there's a right. lot of different takes on the Holy Grail. But if I tune into it, it feels like the goddess energy, the energy of creation, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And the, the, mm-hmm. the Grail is understanding how to harness it and use it to create. So what are you creating with this energy of creation? Right. It could be right. a weapon. It can be used to heal everything in the world. It could be used in so many different ways. It is the energy of pure creation. But the grail in and of itself is just that. It's like a cup full of the possibility. It could be anything and everything, but it needs a spark. It needs a focus to be directed a certain way. And that's where the masculine energy comes in. And then um, stuff's created. <laughs> sorry, you went out for a second there, so we didn't hear what you said there for a moment. Oh, and then it, when the masculine comes in to focus the energy, then things get created out into the physical world. Of course, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I what I love that you said you what you think the Holy Grail is on a personal note is just exactly what I was sharing with you. You know, when that energy hit me, you know, it was attacking like my stomach area, you know, and, and I told you I was like breathing like labor pains. Like I was, you know, you know, laboring pains or, or uh, labor breathing, excuse me. Yes. And it's interesting that you say that you think it's the, um, the womb of the woman. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, well, that's what I feel like I probably experienced. I mean, you saw me, Rod. I was just Absolutely. like, oh, my gosh. Thank you, Jeanette. That's interesting. Well, it is. Well, you know, then it also brought me into the thought that what my mother always used to say is, like, I brought you into this world. I can take you out. <laughs> yes, I heard that lots that's, as well. <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's the, the family of, uh, of the whole grail. <laughs> There's something to that for sure. Well, there is. I mean, the, the thing about this is, there's. If you look around, that there are so many people that are respectful of their mother more than their father. And I hate saying that. I really do because I I raised my children, you know, pretty much by myself in a lot of different ways. And that, and my children see me as like the mother and the father in some ways. That, but mm-hmm. they also want the respect and the love of their mom. Yeah, and they crave that. You know. Um, you know, uh, there's been uh, scientists that have actually proven things and, and psychotherapists that have proven that, you know, if you grow up without the touch of your mother, you become very clingy. Mm-hmm. And they did that. They, they uh, did a study with monkeys on that aspect. And that we took a monkey away from his mom and, and left it in a cage without its mom. And it would, it would want to hug on anything it could find. And what's that love? And what's that purity? What's that compassion? You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 being held close to you in, in every which way, which way, 
that's the holy grail is that love love is the holy grail well and connection to that love one of the reasons that everybody's walking around feeling disconnected or like zombies not even knowing why they're here it's because they're disconnected from that source energy that womb of creation that is the possibilities that hold the their potential for all that they can be and when a lot of religions put the patriarchal energy of the god without the goddess people are still searching still seeking and looking why is that you know because it's out of balance you have to have that feminine energy as well oh absolutely wow you know that's you take take any of that sequence out of there you know any of that that and it just it stops you know the world stops yeah in every way i talk a lot about sacred relationships in my work and one of the things that i tell people and you know people can take it for what it's worth but i tell them that it's normal and healthy to have interdependency not codependency but interdependency and i ask them to tune into that place where you see a new mother staring at her baby's eyes or just staring while her baby sleeps in her arms. There's something about that connection of being held, of eye gazing, and this connection that is formed between a mother and a child. And the father can definitely do those things as well. But typically it's the mother, especially if she's breastfeeding and if she stays home to take care of the kid. You know, there's all those things in society that we could get into a whole other conversation. But there's this need instinctively for children and parents to bond in a certain way. And if Mm -hmm. they don't, psychology has shown us that adults, children that didn't receive that love, nurturing and connection from their mother specifically will grow up to be in unhealthy relationships where they are constantly seeking that connection. So it's just like the monkeys that you're talking about. It's the same thing, but it's understanding that this is an instinct. This is a basic human need for survival that we have. It is normal and natural for us to want to connect to each other and to want to feel safe and nurtured and supported in our most intimate relationships. And when those needs aren't met, all kinds of other things fall apart. Well, I, I totally agree with you on all of that. I think um, what you just shared is is just really spectacular and, and so true. It, it is that that touch, that connection, the eye gazing. You know, it's it. Bottom line is the connection. You know, whichever way it, it comes, and it's so powerful. Absolutely. You know what's funny is that um, we always talk about stuff that you talk about too and that's really interesting Cindy and I just had this conversation the other day about codependency mm-hmm. there's a different thing with spirituality the codependency is, is it's different, it's not the same it's a spiritual codependency that we need It's and this is what we're talking about, the dualities that you need this without with this to make it, make it work yeah. you know, I, that's what I totally, totally believe 
we're moving from a place of independence and being completely separate from each other and feeling that we are just individuals and moving into a place of unity and balance. So Mm -hmm. yes, we still have to have healthy boundaries, especially if we're in front of others that are not holding the same vibration of love and unity that we are. But at the same time, we need to give ourselves permission to fully surrender into those connections that are holding that love. Because the more of us that can do that, the more we can change the world, creating mm-hmm. peace and love for so many others. But we it starts with us. We have to be that example. And I think that's what you know Jesus and Mary Magdalene were doing. They were creating that vessel and that pathway for all of us to find our way back to creation, back to ourselves. Wow. I agree. Absolutely. Ourselves. That's a kind of a a big word, but not really, you know. (laughs) Well, yes. Well, think about this, Cindy and and Janine, is that we are in, we're in a path that we've never been before. There's light workers and people that work with with this energy and everything else that have no idea what to do anymore. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to give up. They want to move on. They want. They, they don't know what to do. People are changing. Things are changing. It's not the same old same old is going to work for these people anymore. People are becoming smarter on what is real. But the hard thing about it is, is that they're taking it out on the good people too. Not just the ones that aren't good, but they're taking it out on the good people. Then people are becoming smarter about this and understanding this. Well, I think with all that being said, there's you know, people are starting to start they're starting to feel more emotions. And emotions can bring out either the best in people or the worst in people, you know, hands down. And uh you know, I believe that again with this beautiful feminine energies that's you know sweeping the nation here and and then some is to help bring that balance. Well, it's going to be a rocky road, I believe, for a little while while everybody's doing a check and balance right now, trying to you know get into balance. And I believe that some people are going to be thinking and feeling things you know good, bad, and and indifferent and. Uh, you know, until we can all understand that what this is all about is just that Christ energy or, or, or Mary and Jesus, what they, what they um, had within themselves, but yet um, individually and as a couple is what we all need out there. You know, just that, that beautiful love that we, that we are. We are that love. We need to express that and show that and honor that and share that with ourselves and our family and our friends and their community and everybody else out there. And definitely this would be a much prettier place. I and mean, it's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of people out there. But if we can just all get on this train and just start, you know, the love train and, you know, just start, you know, really putting it out there, really feeling it and embrace all this and not be afraid of it and not be afraid of the changes and just allow it to be because, Again, what they what they possess, their love is just so divine and pure. It's unbelievable, and we can all have that. We can all share that, and we can all feel that. So it's so interesting. You've mentioned multiple times it's the love, right? Mm-hmm. And yet, I look around, and there are so many people that still don't know what love is. 
mm-hmm. believe that it's it's a marriage contract or it's an obligation or a responsibility. When you love someone, you love them and they love you. And it simply is. Love is love for the sake of love. And until people can let go of the ideas of ownership or, well, you know, we made this and this together. So that means we're together forever. You know, this idea that life is stagnant and cannot breathe and cannot move. And somehow that is love. I, I just, I see it all the time uh, in my work and in my personal life where people don't truly understand what the energy of love is and what it can offer them. And it's so beautiful because you and Rod and me, like we understand this divine love, this connection that transcends all of the human uh, ego, basically all of the human fears that people have. Right. And in order to welcome this kind of love into our lives, all of us have to let go of the separation and the labels. And how do we do that individually? How do we do that as a society? How do we say, oh, you know what? Okay, I love you, so I'm going to go let you explore. And what does that mean? You know, maybe that means something different for each person. And how do we tune into that truly divine love without using it as a scapegoat or using it as an excuse to justify, uh, you know, promiscuity or hurting other people or breaking apart families? Right. It becomes this really interesting place where each person in their own way is having to look at love and what does it really mean and what is it really doing in their lives? Oh, my gosh, dear. We just had this conversation. Sitting <laughs> it's it's about finding your happy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the whole thing is that if somebody truly loves you, they'll say, go find your happy. Yes. No matter what it is. If that if you're not happy in the situation you're at, go find your happy. Yes. And the person that's in that situation with you or around you now, they should be happy that you're finding your happy. Absolutely. That's what love is. But what has happened is we get such a society that of people that have forgotten what love and compassion was. As they forgot about the, the motherly love and the instincts that, that we have, that we grew up with, and that and having that, that love, you know, of being held when we're born, by even just by a doctor or a nurse. Mm. We forget this. We, for, we think that we've been abandoned by all these people, that we've been treated wrong, or we this things that. It's not. It's, it's about what is now. Go find your happy. Well, if you don't know what happy is and what it makes you happy, go find it. And you know, if you're not happy where you're at and what you're doing, go find it. And everybody around you should be happy for you finding your happy. Agreed. Agreed indeed. Absolutely. And if you, I just want to say if you are having a hard time, you know, finding that connection of any kind of love, whether it's a you know, with a friend or a, a mate or family, you know, family or whomever, just look within yourself because you know what? Yourself is so full of love. Connect to yourself, your higher self, your you, and you will find that love. You don't necessarily have to go on a physical search for it. You, we, I, we all have it within us. And I'm telling you what, if you just close your eyes and go within, you will feel something very magical. It's interesting, Cindy, because I think that a lot of people 
started to abandon themselves mm-hmm. because they believed that they were being abandoned in all these other ways by mm-hmm. all these other people. And so it became their norm. And so when we ask people or show people how to connect into themselves and we even reflect back to them the most profound love, unconditional love, and they turn away from it because it feels wrong or it feels too much or it feels whatever because they don't know what it is anymore. They've forgotten. And so they stay in the cycles of the things in their life that make them unhappy because they don't know how to do anything but continue to abandon what their heart is really showing them and yearning for. Right. So it's so interesting. We've got, you know, that self-abandonment and that need for self-love, but then so many people in society don't even know how to do that. Right. So it all goes back to that divine connection that, like you said, is within us. But how do we mm-hmm. get there? Right. Sometimes it's as simple as, like for me, if I'm having a hard day and I'm feeling sad and I just can't seem to find my happy <laughs> and I really want to find my happy, sometimes I want to be sad and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I, uh, I will go buy myself flowers because flowers make me happy. Flowers are beautiful mm. and especially roses. Like I've never really been a big rose person, but with all the work that I do with uh, Sophia and Christ and the Magdalene energy, the last couple of years, I've really, really love roses now. <laughs> and I just, I do, I go and I buy myself roses and I find like a little rose plant that I can go plant somewhere else. I don't just get cut roses, right? I, I find these roses and I tell you what, I just look at them and I get lost in them for five minutes and I whip out my oh. phone and I take little pictures of them and I just practice a little bit of a kind of meditation where I'm experiencing the roses and I feel myself shift into the vibration of love and openness and I start to feel that connection to myself again. And it just took a little oh. reminder, you know? Yep. Refocus, recenter. Very nice. Yeah. Reconnect. Yeah, absolutely. With thy divine self. Thy divine self. I like that. Thyself be true. <laughs> you know, every time I talk to you, dear, time just goes so fast. <laughs> just flies by, you know. And it's that time again. We have to start wrapping things up. I know. I want to share something though, real quick. Oh, absolutely. You have time, honey. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Divine timing? Yes. Independence Day. (laughs) So I tend to um, find these little hearts all over, as I'm sure a lot of us do, if you're paying attention or not. But I went to go cut open a um, watermelon. I cut the one end off, you know, because you got to cut the butts off. And I cut the one end off. And oh my goodness, the red, which is the watermelon part, was shaped like a heart. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's my independence, there's my love, and there's my freedom, there's my happy, there's my me. Oh, I love it. It was beautiful, yes. So cool. Yes. Uh, Do you still have it on your stove? Is it still there? No, it finally (laughs) shriveled up. Good thing I got a picture of it, though. Good, yes, yes. It's like... Just as one, it was. It's a beautiful thing. It's like, you know, if you're gonna, if you look for something, you'll find it. Oh, absolutely. Good or bad. Good or bad. Yeah, 
Absolutely, yep. I agree. And uh, I just, you know, Jeanette, thank you so much again. It's just, you know, you need tissues for all these um, pod, iPods, or iPods, sorry, <laughs> for all these podcasts that we do. Yeah, they are about I, I, I. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, kidding. Um, it, it's just so lovely what you, you know, you get, you get this information and I just totally feel it and I just know it myself and I just, oh, my body just tingles with all these beautiful um, podcasts that we share and, uh, you know, you and I and, and Rod and, and, and all the other beautiful people that we've, you know, had on. But um, you tend to talk a little bit more about, you know, Jesus and uh, Magdalene and I feel like, you know, I'm a little bit more connected to that for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. Not that I'm not connected to everything else because it's all, you know, one and the same. But I think it's just um, from experiences that I've had, like you as well, you know, your downloads and, you know, things that you get. And that's where the connection comes in. So I just want to say thank you and, and thank you, Rod, and thank you all out there and, and, and even our guests from before and, and ones to come up in the future here. We have more coming up. Um, I, I just... <laughs> It's a dream come true to talk about this, and I just can't thank you all enough. <laughs> You're such a sweetie. Thank you so much. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is a way to express yourselves. This is a way to get out the word of what is happening here, you know. Mm -hmm. um, this is coming from your guys' heart. This is not something that's made up or, or pretended to be. You know, this is real. This is really from your heart. And I, and I have to say, you know, Jeanette, and, and since I've met you, I've known you for a while, but I've just really got to really know you now. And you don't know a person until you listen to them speak from their heart. Mm -hmm. And that's one and the only time that I know that you've always spoke from your heart. But sometimes you don't listen. People don't listen like myself. Listen with your heart, too. Mm. And that's like I said, I'm, I, I didn't really know you until I really know you now because I listen with my heart with you. And it's amazing. And I appreciate that, dear. And I've always appreciated you. Oh, thank you. You guys are making me cry. <laughs> well, don't cry because your internet's going to go out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, uh, so we saw you the other day, and it was really funny is that everybody came up to us, Jeanette's here, Jeanette's here, Jeanette's here. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, the movie star Jeanette is here. You know? I know, right? It's true. <laughs> it's like it was awesome. So, uh, we, I'm so happy that uh, you get to do this with us, honey. Oh, thank you. I am too. I, I am overjoyed with doing these. I have so much fun and I love connecting in that heart space. It is such a gift because it isn't something that we can do all the time, everywhere with everyone, even though it should be. And uh, oh, you guys hold such a beautiful, loving space. And I, I am honored, truly. I don't even have the words to express the appreciation that I feel. And um, I will keep coming back as long as you will have me. I, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, your energy is so big. I think you're pushing everybody out because Cindy's been trying to get other people to come on here. And it's just like, it's Janet's first. I guess Janet's first. And I says, Janet's always first. <laughs> So it's it's your big big energy, honey. That is like I got more to say. I got more to say. Wow, so yeah, it's beautiful. It's yeah. truly, truly yes. You know, uh, if you'd like to be a guest here on uh, the Rod City Podcast, and that uh, 
We'd love to have you. You can give us a call at 602-374-4926. That number again is 602-374-4926. We try to get a podcast out every um, week, and uh, we just love what we do, and we love everything about this. And um, be part of our our, our guests. Be one of our guests. We'd love to have you in that. If you want to sponsor Mm -hmm. one of our podcasts, Mm -hmm. we'd love to have sponsors in that. Uh, It's 602-374-4926 and and just say you want to sponsor one of the podcasts. We have a really good following and we have some great downloads. People like to download us and listen to us all the time. We'd love to have you. Jeanette, how can we get a hold of you? Uh, you can get a hold of me at the center, Radiant Soul Center, at 480-648-3335. That number again is 480-648-3335. Or on my website at JeanetteStGermain.com. Love, love it, honey. This is amazing. We got some big projects that uh, will be coming up here. and that You guys keep listening to this because... Um, I, I see something for Jeanette, and I see something for Cindy, and I see something for myself that's coming, some big stuff coming up here. And I'm kind of excited about it. And uh, not everybody, I think, knows what it's all about, but uh, well, I think they will soon, don't you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cindy, want to add anything before we go? Uh, just thank you. I'm honored once again uh, to all of you, all of us, the universe, and... May peace be with you and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> love you. Love you. Jeanette, always a pleasure. Love you, honey. I love you, too. All right, honey. I'll let you know when we have this coming out. Love you. We'll talk to you later. And we'll, actually, we're going to see you in about a week, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, yeah. How exciting is that? All Woo-hoo. right. From all of us here at Beyond Today and the Rod and Cindy Podcast with uh, myself, Rod Lowe. And Cindy Mewey. And? And? Jeanette. Oh, Jeanette St. Saint- Saint- Germain. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. She walked away. She, she just walked away. <laughs> no. All right. Come on, everybody. Night. 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 Love, love, love. Thank you. Love, love, love. love. love.